Welcome to Skeptex, the show where we take a deep dive into the world of tech news and research. I'm Josh. And I'm Nayana. And Happy New Year, Josh. And to all our listeners Yeah, as Happy well. New Year. Yeah, and welcome back to the country, Nana. Oh my gosh, I know. So, I mean, I'm not going to go into it because I already bored Josh with the details, but I basically spent all of yesterday, more or less, uh, either on a plane or at Heathrow. But I'm glad to be here, um, <laughs> despite yeah. the not very welcoming welcome. And yeah. um, it's been the new year for a little while, but it's also been a little while since we've recorded. And we just thought we'd put out a bit of a preview for season five of the podcast. Um, a, a few things have maybe changed and a few things have, are that we're looking forward to this coming term that we just wanted to get everyone excited about because we're excited. Exactly. And first things first, if you are hearing this uh, episode, <laughs> uh, that means that our migration to a new um, server has, has worked for the podcast. Um, pretty boring stuff. Shouldn't have to worry about it. You should still be subscribed to the episode in your to the podcast in your podcaster of choice. Um, but we have also uh, moved to Substack, where we'll be releasing all our episodes free. And who knows, down the line, we might have some some more content there as well. So uh, right. even if you're already signed up for the um, for the podcast, if you go to skeptics.substack.com, you can also sign up there where you'll get our episodes delivered to your inbox, which makes it even more convenient to catch us as, as soon as we uh, release an episode. So yeah, that's our first uh, first update for the new year. Uh, and we've also got quite an exciting schedule coming up as well. We do. Um, we, we, we've had a few guests uh, coming on in the last few months. As people who listen to the podcast will know, this term we have even more guests. Uh, and excitingly, we also have a couple of collaborations coming up with other podcasts. So it's not just that we're having guests on, but we're going to be hosting people who you know run their own podcasts on their own themes, obviously very relevant uh, to our kind of mission statement and our interests as well but we're looking forward to that in the mm-hmm. next few weeks um as always if you're interested in being a guest on the show or if you run a podcast that you think is relevant or similar to skeptex do let us know we can both be reached via the dms of at skeptex on twitter or uh, mastodon i mean i actually haven't made that move myself so um you may have <laughs> to find a different way of reaching us if that's if you're using mastodon but basically, we're here and we're available, so we're definitely interested. Um, and yeah. the other thing, maybe I thought we'd talk about a little bit, Josh, is just well, a couple of I mean, what's to come, I guess, in the next few months. I mean, we've talked about that in terms of the podcast, but what about in terms of the world of tech, which is obviously what we talk about on the show? Um, we did a little bit of an episode at the end of the year last year where we talked about some of the trends that we thought would be big in 2023. Um, and I think in some ways, uh, I'm trying to remember first of all what I said, uh, but also I'm sure that some of those things have changed in the last in the last couple of months. But one of the trends that I thought, and I think will be increasingly relevant in the next few months, is layoffs in big tech. Um, Amazon mm. in the UK has just shut another factory which uh, has led to the job loss of around, well, or puts puts like over a thousand jobs at risk because it's shutting three UK warehouses. We've obviously seen lots of job losses at Twitter, um, at Meta. Meta's either, you know, firing people or not renewing contracts. So there's a lot of kind of issues in terms of tech hiring at all sort of through, throughout the spectrum, from like the most senior yeah. software engineers all the way down to workers in the in the factories at Amazon, so I, I see that as kind of a 
a trend, I guess, for the next for the next year, not just the few months. What, what do you think about yeah. that? Do you think that's likely to continue? I think, uh, unfortunately, it is um, for those who who work in tech, and I think it's probably unfortunate for uh, for the world as well. Uh, if we look at Twitter's uh, decision, for example, to fire almost all of its workers uh, in mm. Brazil shortly before, of course, we've seen the violence uh, offline uh, in Brazil uh, over the last few days. Uh, of course, the internet played a, a major role in that, and social media networks like Twitter um, were were implicated in it. So I think there's a knock-on effect, really, from high, from the general um, firing people in tech. I'm also seeing news here that we might cover soon uh, about uh, the fact that the uh, the main moderation hub for East Africa for Facebook called Summer is no longer going to be presenting uh, providing content review services um, mm. to platforms like Facebook. The economic um, downturn is obviously a big uh, part of that, um, but when that's combined with uh, potentially a disregard for these kind of regions of the world we often talk about on the show but maybe don't get covered so much in Silicon Valley. I think that's something we're going to inevitably be talking about quite a lot this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, On a kind of, well, on a different note, and this isn't a very um, revolutionary concept for people who study AI, but one thing that I've noticed coming up a lot in the last month or so people talking about is chat GPT. Um, It's caused like all kinds of emotions from like panic to amazement to awe to skepticism to i mean just a lot of a lot of hype baby basically uh and i think that you know the kind of ai hype and perhaps the chat gpt hype more specifically is something that we might see continuing in the next few months um i'm not sure what you think about that josh or if you've actually used it for anything (laughs) yeah i've I've gone on it i found it pretty interesting Mm. um it's you know in, in, in its kind of narrow Scope. I think it, it it is it can be very powerful. You know, I, I tested it with a couple of the old uh, essay questions I had for my A levels, and it came up nice. with definitely passable answers, which in you know in a matter of seconds, which is pretty scary. Uh, I see. There's also moves already to monetize it, as we might expect. I think they're going to release a, a more professional version quite soon. It looks like yeah, I can imagine um, that. They've got a waiting list for that. Yeah. So it clearly, is a very powerful tool. Yes, absolutely. I actually had a experience with it where. I used it and I decided, okay, well, I'm not going to use it to write my essays because that's, well, not that's plagiarism, but I will sure. still interest it. I'm going to use it to suggest books to me for me that I can use in my PhD. So I, I asked it for some book recommendations and it came up with 10 books. And unfortunately, about eight of them don't exist. They're just completely made up. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah. Um, I found that incredibly frustrating, but also quite funny and also actually quite reassuring to be like, okay, this is still quite Mm -hmm. a rudimentary version of whatever we're working towards here, because clearly this is quite an early and an early stage of it. Um, It it was fun to use, though. It would have been more fun if the books had turned out to be real, but it was still fun to use. Yeah, I think in the uh, creative arts, um, it's got quite interesting potential as well. I asked it to write a poem for uh, Burns Night which is coming up um, oh, yeah. just to see how it did and it, it did a decent job it's quite good at poetry in general like it understands I think kind of rhythm and uh, rhyme and things like that but it was still a bit stilted and it was in English rather than in Scots and things like that so there's definitely obviously there's, there's um, massive nuances that are missing right now yeah but it's but it's interesting just to test different mediums uh, and formats and see how it does with those I also asked it to do a a speech for Barack Obama about Rocket, uh, which is on <laughs> on my Twitter, which is actually pretty good. I think it really captures Obama's yeah. Voice. I suppose there's quite a lot of data there, isn't there? Like, there's a lot it can draw from. Exactly, but then I asked it to do a 
a debate transcript between uh, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, and it wasn't right at all. It was way too huh. polite. Didn't sound at all like Trump. So, I, I, yeah, it's interesting. Seems to be quite hit and miss in, in some of those cases. That is fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we continue to play around with that in the next few months. Um, I'm interested to see. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there have been think pieces about it already, but I think there's almost this kind of prematurity about it, about anticipating problems. I mean, I guess there has to be this level of anticipating problems before they happen. Mm. And a lot of the problems I think we, we can anticipate, like related to people plagiarizing when it comes to essays or schools or like how can institutions deal with this idea that people can now make like you know write essays on these on these kind of mm-hmm. you know platforms um that is interesting yeah. and i think we'll see more of that just debate and that discussion and that use use in the next year or so but those are just a couple of the things mm. um is there anything that you've kind of been noticing in the last month or that you think might be something that you'll be looking out for in the next year the next few months yeah, well, I do think the the continued protest in places like Iran is really interesting yeah. in the context of how platforms are responding to that. I mean, the decision recently to uh, permit or to to reinstate uh, a comment um, by a Facebook user in Iran uh, with the phrase "death to the uh, death to Khomeini," uh, yes. the Iranian Ayatollah, was permitted by the Oversight Board um, on the basis that that's quite a common political. Uh, slogan rather than a threat in yes. in Iran, uh, you know, in, in that context. And I think so that the, hopefully we see social media platform governance moving in the direction of more uh, context awareness. Um, but as we know, that isn't always the case. And when you're firing people on the ground, that's, that's less likely to be the case. So how that yeah. plays out, I think is going to be interesting as well. Yeah. And can I just say on that note about the Facebook oversight board is um, that actually happened with a little bit of pressure from activists, including someone that we know yeah. very well, the OII, who's yes. Masa Alimardani. He's been on the show. Uh, yes, he's been on the show and does such incredible work when it comes to human rights in Iran and is constantly spotlighting uh, you know, people in Iran as well. So yeah, big shout out to Masa and the incredible work that she's doing on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the other people you know, based in or out of Iran who are working towards things like this and freedom of speech yeah. in the region. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think I think that's a really interesting point to bring up, kind of bridges that gap that we have on the show about politics and tech as well and the way that they, that they mm. shape each other um, and the importance of tech as a tool in politics too. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think, you know, we're, we're, ha- we're really looking forward to this term. I'm really looking forward to this year. Uh, it's always very exciting yeah. beginning a new calendar year um, and new academic years, well, a new academic term as well. Um, and now that mm. I have braved the, you know, the hellscape that is Heathrow, I'm I'm looking forward to <laughs> yeah. everything that's You're back. to come. Yeah. Yes, I'm back. I the feel new back. The new start of you. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, lots to discuss in, in the uh, in the months to come, as you say. We also want to keen to get questions from listeners. So if there are any um questions you have for us the stories you want us to cover that kind of thing um we really do appreciate hearing from listeners because it gives us a sense of what's most useful and interesting to you so do reach out on the usual in the usual ways twitter now substack or any other way uh, and mm-hmm. we will take those questions forward in future episodes yes absolutely and i'm looking forward to see to speaking to you soon josh um and to everyone yep. else goodbye and see you next time see you soon